Alrighty, hello everybody, and welcome back to Philosophize, the podcast where we think, but philosophically. Um, today, again, it's me, Terion Bell. I'm also joined with my co-host, Chase Jacobs. Gonna let him introduce himself as well, but just wanted to let you guys know that I knew his name, because I'm like Dory the Fish, and my memory is awful. So, <laughs> But um, other than that, though, that's really it. So I'm gonna let Chase say whatever he has to say at the beginning. So, Chase, go ahead. No, I mean, I appreciate... <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to clear my throat. I was joking for it's a second. It's all good. I appreciate the uh, throw over. No, I'm not really a person that leaves much for in- the introduction. You know, mm-hmm. my name is Chase Jacobs, as you mm-hmm. said. You know, I've said before in previous podcasts for mm-hmm. those who are newer, I'm a I'm a f- uh, junior. I almost said sophomore. I'm a junior marketing major, but uh, that's pretty probably going to change pretty soon. <laughs> but that's for another podcast. But uh, yeah, you know, this is I'm really enjoying the podcast. It's doing a lot for me, and I've got some. A little bit of good feedback from the people that I've sent it to, so mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. It's way way better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Same here. Like a lot of people have been like, "Oh my gosh!" Like your voice is so soothing. One individual actually said it was sexy, so you know <laughs> that's fine. But thanks, whoever yeah. you are. But people are like, "Oh, it's so nice. It's so cool." Da, 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 da. So, but yeah, well, continue listening because then there'll be more of that to come for sure. But um. So the topic for this, well, actually, first, before I say anything, we have changed platforms. We're not on Podbean anymore. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, yep. all the major, the big corporate organizations where mm-hmm. we are. So you can go ahead to Army Radio's like uh, page, podcast page on like Spotify or your streaming platform of choice. And then once you get there, just type in Army to the, once you get to the page, just type in like scroll through like philosophize and you'll find it. It's right there. The episodes, they have like a, brown what is that called like a picture not a picture a clip art i think it's like a thumbnail yeah there we go it's like a brown thumbnail with like the name and everything and it has like philosophize and the topic that is in that in that episode so once you go ahead and look through it please feel free to listen to it you know continue giving us the feedback because it is very nice to hear both the good and the bad though because you know that would be contradictory and hypocritical of us to you know not take constructive criticism right but make sure it's constructive in a good way and not you know being like rude and spiteful about it so yeah thanks so but okay (laughs) sorry (laughs) so this week's topic like we had mentioned a little bit in last week's uh, episode is friends so a couple things like real friends fake friends yes men toxic friends how to spot them how to know which friends you are and which ones are like your real ones things like that you know just like kind of going into deeper topic about friends so I'll start off this one since Chase had the honor of doing it last time. Um, So with friends, friends are a funny, very, very, what is the word? Not like flex, very flexible kind of thing. Like they can, they can come in and out and very swiftly out of your life. So, but one of the things about friends is not all of them are actually your friends, if that makes sense. So for example, say you have like a friend who's like, you ask them like something that's clearly dumb, like, oh, like, should I jump off this cliff? And they're like, yeah, you should. It'd be fun. I think, yeah, yeah, you absolutely should. Obviously, unless, you know, you're going through it a little bit, which and I would recommend you to a therapist. Therapy works. So therapy works, folks, for some people. But, you know, anyways, I feel like whenever, like, if you have a yes man type, as a type of friend, it's not really a friend. And I alluded to this a little bit in the conversation show, but in the conversation episode. But I just feel like yes men, they don't really, like, do add any value to, like, your life or anything like that because they're just literally just here to, say, like, for lack of a better phrase, they're here to just say yes. So it's kind of like they're not going to give you any critical feedback or anything, constructive criticism to make you better, like, for 
Example, this one person I watch on YouTube, he's actually my, he's pretty like well known. So you guys might know him. Ricky Thompson and Denzel Dion. Do you know who they are, Chase? I know all? Ricky Thompson. I don't know the second one. Ricky Thompson's very funny. He came from Vine, mm-hmm. right? Hilarious. Yeah, oh, Vine yeah. was such a good time. I remember he was hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. But then he rebranded himself and now he's a rich booked model. So Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But Denzel is his best friend, basically. So oh, they're okay. like attached to the hip. Kind of like me and Cheyenne, basically. Gotcha. So, makes yeah. sense, makes sense. But um Anyways, though, with that, Ricky Thompson was like kind of the, he was the person that was, um, he even said it himself. He said he was whitewashed and like didn't really believe in himself and things like that. And all his friends around him would just be like, oh, yeah, you should keep doing this. Da, 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 da. And then Denzel, whenever he came into his life, he was like, you know, this is like childish. Like, cause he, he would, he was like kind of known for just like being that random, funny, like black person. Yeah. Just like being honest. That's what it was. And he even <laughs> said this, all this, he said this himself as well. So, but right. he was just like, I was just known as that like funny, you know, black person that was like on Vine and just, you know, did this and the third. But mm-hmm. then, as he's trying to rebrand himself, he realized like, hmm, this is kind of hard to do considering like my, what my audience is right now. And then Denzel helped him like, maneuver through that kind of thing and was like you know here's hey this content might not be the best for you anymore considering that you are like you know i think he's 26 years old now i'll look wow he's like 26 years old now i know he's been on there for a long time been in the social media game a long time yes yes like i think wasn't vine in 2011 or a little bit later 2013 ish I want to say, yeah, 2011, It's, it's old. So he's he's ancient, basically. Well, not ancient, but he's like, you know, he's up there. In case you're listening, Ricky Thompson, love you so much. Listen to your podcast all the time. But anyways, <laughs> but, um, anyways back to the point, though. Um, when he was going through, like, his rebranding and stuff, Denzel was, like, that friend. That wasn't a yes man. He was like, you know, this is not something that you could probably that you should be doing as, like, you know, a 25-year-old is trying to rebrand yourself. This is kind of going to be difficult if you keep doing this kind of content. So then Ricky was able to change his content and things like that, and now he's blown up to be this, like, huge kind of, like – Social media manga, like we basically just said, like he was, uh, he's in movies now. He's acting in music videos, Victoria Monet's um, coasting video. He was in a little bit too. Like he's just really like elevated himself and things like that. And I feel like those friends, the ones that tell you like what it actually is instead of trying like, cause obviously, you know, you want to like be nice, but I feel like a good true friend, like can be real honest with you and like sometimes hurt your feelings, but like not actually mean to hurt your feelings. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Like a friend that could be like the person that will hurt your feelings, but it doesn't hurt cause it's coming from them. Like, cause they just know. Yeah. So I feel like that's a great – I feel like those are the kinds of friends that you want to surround yourself with just simply because they can add so much value and so much – like they can help you evolve in more ways than you wouldn't even know because they obviously can see more than you can see for yourself at Absolutely. some points. So it's like, you know, but go ahead, Chase. How do you – what do you think about that uh, I, scenario type whatever? No, nah, I couldn't agree more. I'm actually more on the extreme side of things mm-hmm. in the sense of I don't believe that it is your friend unless it's somebody that can tell you how it is straight to your face, mm-hmm. honestly. And for me, you know, uh, ever since I was a kid, you know, you always, you tell little white lies here or little white lies there and, you know, they build up and eventually you start to realize that like just being brutally honest with people Mm -hmm. in, in most situations, I'm not saying that in in any way, shape or form that doesn't, you know, pertain to every conversation that's had. But, Mm -hmm. you know, if you make sure that you're respectful in the way that you do it, I think that honesty is is honesty honestly is just the best way yeah it's it's the best way that you can and it's the only way that you can have a functioning relationship with somebody you know especially a friendship and i i'm of the firm belief and i tell a lot of my friends this like listen uh please don't hold back from anything you say like you could not hurt my feelings like i'm Mm -hmm. i'm a little bit different i know there's certain things that people don't prefer that their friends don't say i am Mm -hmm. of a different example 
but I'm the type of person where if they are truly my friends, there's nothing that they could say that could truly hurt me unless they're unless they had malicious intent. Mm-hmm. But if they had that malicious intent, that's they not weren't really your friend. To exactly. Begin with. It wasn't my friend to begin with. So mm-hmm. my true friends, I, I've been very lucky. Those are the type of people that can tell me like, yo, that uh, that thing you posted on social media about that girl. Mm, yeah. Cut that, dude. That's not cool. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't be put. Exactly. Like that's childish. Like yeah, you're in like a different place. Chi- like, or or you know, we've been talking or not, we or both of us have been talking about some of the negatives of having, you know, those yes men. But, you know, a lot of times there's also that benefit, like you said, with the Ricky Thompson case of having somebody that's in your life that actually elevates you mm-hmm. and, you know, allows you to hear your successes. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, like we were talking about in the first episode, the mental health episode, you know, a lot of times mm-hmm. we struggle as people. I, I know I do. I'm, I'm sure you do. We struggle with giving ourselves our own validation. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes you yeah. need to sit back and you need to say to yourself, like, okay, I know I'm not at my goal, but man, like I'm, I'm on the right track. I'm doing mm-hmm. good. Like I'm, I'm really happy for myself. I want to keep going on this pace or it's the other way around. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really like where I'm going in my life. Maybe I want to switch it around. Like that is, you know, that self-analyzation, like, or just having somebody that can kind of give you a second pair of eyes or like a third, it's almost having a good friend to me, like, like Cheyenne to you is like having a third person point of view of mm-hmm. what you're doing in your life. Yeah. Because they can literally watch your back. Like, yeah. In that but sense. literally because they're there, they, they like see, since they've been there, they've seen like everything. And I'm not saying like every single friend is like going to be that kind of close. Cause like you could have good friends that aren't too close if that, if that makes sense. Like of they course. could be like the ones you go to for advice and things like that. Right. I have a couple people like that. I just go to them for advice cause they're good at advice. But other than that, our, I don't see our friendship going any further than that just because like different people different like things to do just like different way we carry ourselves and things like you know stuff like that so but i definitely agree with what you were saying too and i think a good piece of it too is that like a good way to sum it up is like everyone in your life serves a purpose you just got to figure out what that purpose is that's something my mom would always tell me and i was like i never made any sense exactly it's a good one i was always like that doesn't make any sense like she's literally like crazy but then (laughs) one day i was like oh yeah i was like hmm you know this makes sense because every person in your life like Good or bad, they serve some sort of purpose. Now, Absolutely. your friends are ones you probably want to keep a little bit more like closer on because you know they're prob- most of the time around you more often than not. They're like you know going to be the ones that are get like influencing your decisions and things like that, um, or at least giving you like critiques on what decisions you might make and stuff like that. So I feel like when you have those friends and stuff, that um oh what was I talking? I just lost my train of thought. What was I saying? It was about people who. What was I saying? You were talking about how people. And the friends in your life, like, it's good to have that person. I think you were just expanding on what I was saying. Yeah, I was. I forgot what it was, though. What was I talking? What was the quote my mom said? Oh, okay, I remember. Sorry. (laughs) Everybody serves a purpose, basically. So going back to that, basically. Um, Just reinstating, like, everybody, like, has some type of thing in your life that they they can contribute, whether it be, like, the yes-man advice that tells you, like, and help you learn, like, hmm, maybe I don't want a yes-man in my life, or if you're the person that wants a yes-man in your life, you know, it's like, if, Chase, (laughs) Mm. I mean, it's not, because it's not, like, obviously, in my point, in my perspective, I wouldn't want a yes-man, well, actually, actually, I think I would, and sometimes, like, sometimes, let me stop lying. No, I don't. That's the, that's <laughs> the danger. Of course, everybody. Here's here's my analysis, and this is strictly from my point of view. Mm-hmm. Nobody has to agree. From you Chase can, Amadeus please Jacobs' point don't, of view. Yeah, please uh, disagree if oh, you if you feel like you disagree. But mm-hmm. I feel like I'm gonna say something in the mic. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's kind of like th- this is the best way that I can say it. Mm-hmm. 
of course everybody wants a yes man. That's mm-hmm. that's not the issue. Everybody wants somebody that tells them, yeah, your ideas are good and mm-hmm. you know what what you have going is good for you and and always having that constant reassurance of having somebody that's mm-hmm. telling you that you're doing good is awesome. But, but that can be negative too though. But it's bad. Mm-hmm. And it's so bad to the point where it far outweighs any good that having a yes man is. Mm-hmm. In in my opinion, mm. having that person around you maybe it's short-term benefit maybe they give mm-hmm. you long-term benefit but eventually and i promise you mm-hmm. 99.9999999% of all yes men will eventually you'll get to the point where you're going to find yourself asking them just anything and then they'll just yes you to death like that's as much as it it sounds cool to have mm-hmm. one and it's it's cool to have somebody that you know always is letting you know that what you're doing is cool it's not it's not good. Mm-hmm. It's never good in the long run mm-hmm. when you have somebody that can't tell you what you're doing wrong. That's how you get characters, and I'm not naming names, but that's how you get characters of people who get into large amounts of power in mm-hmm. the country that we love because nobody t- or nobody told them effectively. Maybe some people told them, but nobody told them effectively. In a way to make them understand it. That In a way that they could understand it, that what they were doing was not only wrong, mm-hmm. but was actually completely contradictory to everything that we've stood for since mm-hmm. 1776. Yeah, you and know. continued to do so right. after, even after. And, the, and for everybody that's going to go straight to the comments and say, oh, that's about Donald Trump, that's about this person, that's about mm-hmm. that person, please, it, it can be about anybody in any situation in any way shape or form that literally was, anybody that with was power. not it could be about elon musk for all you yeah know. You it is know. not anybody in particular in mm-hmm. in all honesty if yeah. it was i would have said Just the said name it. but no exactly. like genuinely there needs to be you know check you that's the reason that in Ooh, government that's a good one friends you know, that check you right there's a reason why governments that have check systems like groups of people to you know, overall make sure that everything is going right exists. Those are the gun, those are the countries, those are the governments that last the longest, you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, countries that have absolute monarchs that get unchecked the whole time, they start to make crazy brash decisions that mm-hmm. are just mind blowing. And you're like, why did nobody tell you this? And they're like, well, exactly. well a bunch of people did, but he didn't listen. Well, those are the most dangerous people, just mm-hmm. like in your friends, like, you know, when you surround yourself with people that aren't telling you, like, just, straight up how it is like you Mm -hmm. how are you ever going to progress in life how are you ever going to build on anything you know Mm -hmm. you're always going to think you're the best you're not exactly (laughs) exactly i will i will say sometimes having that mentality that you are the best it pays off because it adds your confidence stuff like that but in a sense where like okay like in a sense where it's like the best like feeling about you feel the best about yourself that's a good one to have because like self-love is very important you know that whole should be we all heard it countless times because that's just our generations like one of their big things that they preach all the time, like you know, but most people don't even like actually support it. But that's a whole different to- topic for a different mm-hmm. day. But um, even with that stuff, like, but with self love and stuff like that, sometimes it can become like self love and narcissism. That's really what it boils down to. Self love is like you know, I do this, I do this, I can take criticism, da, da, da. But narcissism is basically saying like you are right above anybody else, and, so, and that is that is simply not true. Because right. sometimes you are like, mo- sometimes you are in the wrong, and most of the time, if someone tells you that you're wrong, it either like gives them like it's them. At least in my experience, people tell me that I'm wrong. It's like it's been a lot for them to say it or like it's just like something that like triggered it for them to say it again. Oh, this is unmuted. There we go. And then 
it's just been a lot for them to say. So I'm like, okay, like, hold on. Like, I don't get, like, what do you mean? And they're like, well, you're wrong for this, this, and that, and the third. And most times when they say it, it's been, like, a lot boiling up or it's just been like, you know, hey, like, it's time we talk, like, had an intervention kind of, but not, like, not, like, the big grant intervention, so that makes sense. Sure. Like, I feel like I'm talking in circles, but, like, it make like, what I'm saying in my head makes sense. It's just not coming out that way. <laughs> sure. In, so. in a roundabout way, you know, with the whole yes man part and having people around you that give you constructive criticism, you know, that's kind of a continuation of the mm -hmm. past two episodes that we've been talking about. But, you know, the reason it keeps coming up is because, you know, there's there's not it, we're not just talking in circles. It, it is just because all of these things are very related, you know, mm -hmm. mental health conversations that you have, the people that you surround mm -hmm. yourself with. These are all things that unfortunately, in my personal experience, are things that people aren't very uh I, I don't know what this you know intelligent Educated. word would be for it but people aren't very ready to talk about things that make them not uncomfortable but things that they may lack in or things that they feel are a little taboo like you know talking about mental health mm -hmm. that is something that only very recently has become very uh you know, communicable and mm -hmm. able to be talked about in, Ooh, in the grand on, scheme of things, <laughs> you know, but I think conversations and, and what we're talking about right now, friends, that's something that I feel like hits home for a lot of people because a lot mm -hmm. of people just think to themselves, oh, well, this doesn't pertain to me. I have the perfect friends. Like my, mm -hmm. I'm in the perfect situation. Oof, like I know what they're talking one. about, but my, my friends are perfect. And I know there's some of you out there and I don't disagree because there's very fortunate people in life that have been able to surround themselves with the best possible people. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's not you, but what I I would say is that a lot of people feel as though they're in a position that they're really not in mm -hmm. and that's the best part about having that best friend to you know to loop back around for mm -hmm. what we were talking about to like humble you basically right that third person point of view you know having somebody that can see things from a completely different perspective that you not only respect but you trust mm -hmm. there's nothing better than that exactly yeah. and oftentimes that different perspective honestly like like i was saying before it helps you grow a little bit too because you're like Hmm. I never would have thought about it this way, but then once you start thinking about it in that way, it opens up like you can apply the knowledge that you have already to the new thing that you just found out, so it expands your thinking even more. And then that process kind of just keeps going and going and going. And then as you start to grow older and like just you know like go through life and stuff, you make more of those kind of friends, and they have different perspectives, and it's just it keeps going on and on and on and on, like a continuation. And honestly, that's like one of the greater things that come from friends is like friends is that their is their perspective because with best friends and stuff like that. I've had a couple different groups of best friends. And I was like, okay, like we're best friends where nothing's gonna happen. Us, da, da, da. My mom, she'd always tell me like, hey, watch out for I'm like, you know, like you were saying before, like I have the best friends ever, like they're not gonna do this to me, da da da. Absolutely. And then like, as I came to college, I realized like what a best friend actually is supposed to be. Like it's not supposed to always be like, oh, you know, can't do this, da da da. We're not like, we're not talking anymore. Like getting over like small, getting mad over small stuff and things like that. Like that's not a best friend. A best friend is someone who's gonna be there regardless of what happens, and also is gonna be the one to like check you whenever you're like going like bonkers, basically. Yeah. And I feel like a lot Absolutely. of people, since they don't want to say, like you said, they're uncomfortable talking about that kind of stuff or like anything that could be like basically talking bad about themselves because you know the whole mental health thing is pushed now. Right. Ooh. Ooh, that was good. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, that just made me think of something. Is that a reason why people are so like, not self-conscious, but um, what is the word? Oh my gosh, not not self-conscious. They're like um, it's like when people self 
deprecate like, yeah self-deprecative that's not a word but <laughs> so, like well, the, when people self-deprecate that's when they tear themselves down correct? yeah like yeah, is yeah. the is the reason is the mental push like oh, everybody's gonna do this and everybody's gonna be good and everybody's gonna be happy is that a reason for it like for people to be so self-deprecating on themselves in general is it doing the opposite effect absolutely and actually i you know for those people at home um for i those actually people. Well, no, for whoever, for whoever's <laughs> out there, maybe there's nobody, maybe there's one person, maybe there's a few, you know, mm-hmm. but to whoever's mm-hmm. out there, I actually, I have, you know, a list of quotes that I write down because I think the quotes are very powerful and they help a lot. And we normally end every episode with one, but Terion actually just reminded me of one, uh, by a professional women's basketball player named Elena Deladon. If you've ever heard of her, Never. she's a huge advocate for mental health because mm-hmm. she actually took off. She was one of the still one of the best women's basketball players in Mm -hmm. women's basketball and uh, she actually took a break because of her mental health and Mm -hmm. because she needed to make sure that she was you know in the right mindset and made sure that she you know knew what she was doing that's what Simone Biles did this year when she was exactly yeah yeah, yeah. she was like I can't like if I do this I'm going to like she even said I think she said like if I do this I'm going to like either die or I'm gonna get severely hurt and I can't like put myself in this with myself being the way it is right now so, cause she has to like, she lost the thing of it. Cause it wasn't like, yeah. it wasn't fun anymore. Like it was just like competition being a win. She was like, that's not why I joined it. Da, da, da. And yeah. But anyways, what were you saying? Yeah. I can't find the quote in particular, but it's basically that nobody is in your head mm-hmm. more than yourself. <gasps> your own worst enemy type B. Yeah. But mm-hmm. pretty much a re- reiteration of the same type of quote, but you know, basically like, you know, you were saying like, you know, a lot of people self-deprecate and a lot of people think, or even the opposite, a lot of people kind of put themselves on a pedestal mm-hmm. and you, you really like, I think the best part about college for me is that I have, I personally, and I don't know that a lot of people have the same uh, mentality or the same thing happen to them. I know you're very similar in the sense that college has very much humbled me in the sense that it has allowed me to kind of take a step back and really realize all of the things that I was doing in high school and all of the, for lack of a better word, all of the childish things that I thought mattered and I thought I really cared about and the different ways that I was trying to project Mm -hmm. myself to people. And, you know, that goes hand in hand with my friends. Like, you know, a lot of the friends that I felt like I was trying to get Mm-hmm. were never the Ooh. friends that were worth it. It was always the friends that kind of came naturally that mm-hmm. were those were the ones. And I'm not saying don't go out there and have conversations with people just because I'm saying friends can come to you. No, mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that. Friends no, no, don't no. just walk up to you and say hi. No. You know, or maybe they do if if they if you guys know Jerry who used to, you know, be on our campus. But anyway, you know, most of the time I'm you have to put in a little effort. But what I am saying is those friendships that kind of happen naturally, those friendships in the the most uncommon of areas. Like I'll respect, you know, to you and all of my friends that I have at college right now, but these are these are friends that I never in a million years would imagine that I would have or surround myself with. But it's it's amazing that, you know, not only has college allowed me to broaden my perspective on the people that I can surround myself with, but it also made me realize how 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 much tunnel vision I guess I had with the way that I went, you know, with my interactions with my friends. I, I kind of thought of friends as just you know, since my major is marketing, I thought of, you know, be be friends with as many people as possible and, mm-hmm. you know, do whatever you can to get people to talk about you and stuff like that. And that's how you'll get the best places in life. But mm-hmm. I, it's just, it couldn't be farther from the truth. Like yeah. when I realized that I had a core group of 
you know, probably five, six, seven, eight, whatever the number is, not to leave anybody out, but, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the number is, it, it's very small knit group of people that has given me so much more benefit. And again, I'm not saying that diversifying your friends or if you're somebody that has a ton of friends, I'm not saying that you're wrong. But what I am saying is sometimes what happens is we think that surrounding yourself with a ton of people is good. But in reality, like having conversations with a lot of people, Mm -hmm. that's good. Having friendships and giving a part of yourself that you wouldn't normally give to other people Mm -hmm. to these people, that's where it becomes dangerous because you're allowing for people to... Basic. Take a piece you today might not deserve to have. Like not everybody right. deserves a piece of you, basically. Right. And that's one There's thing. There's only that's so like many super... pieces. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not to. No, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, interrupt you. There's only so many pieces that you can give exactly you know, out to people. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was about. Like basically about to go off and say too. Like a lot of like a lot of the time you give yourself to people like you don't think is like it's like a minuscule. Like oh, I just hung out with them today. But like in actuality, you're giving your like you're giving a piece of yourself to them. And then eventually you're gonna sit like back and be like, why like why am I their friend? Like what do they do for me? Like what do they do this that and a third? Right. And then on top of that too, like you have said some. I forgot exactly what you said, but you have said something about like you know think you got to be like the loudest person on the like in the school or like the the most person with the most tension basically. And I was saying that's something that I had to like learn a little bit as well it's just like people like you don't gain respect from being the loudest one in the room you gain respect from just how you carry yourself like basically like you know the old time saying like move in silence basically like people like honestly people who move in silence they have the most like successful things it's like they're not they're not trying to put like when you have to be that kind of like extra like crazy like over the top kind of person Mm -hmm. that's like one probably something that's going on within yourself but also on top of that it's just like it's doing the opposite of what you think it is people like oh i don't want to be around that person like they're doing this like they're doing too much for Mm -hmm. what and what's the reason like you don't have to be like this crazy off the wall type person to get like respect because one like people were once people see what you're doing you'll you'll just gain a respect that way exactly like because that's sort of kind of sort of kind of how i was in high school i was very like i was a loud person you know whatever Mm -hmm. but then like as I came to college and I looked back on my high school memories and stuff like that, I was like, wow, like, wow, first of all, why was I doing all this? For what reason? Like, it was not, it was not necessary. Like the way I used to act and just the things I used to do, I was like, when I look back on it, like now I was like, oh my gosh. And obviously I'm like older now. So it's kind of just like cringe from seeing it back in the day, but it's still just like those things you did in the past. Like you don't have, like, I don't have, basically I don't have to be this like super, like crazy over the top kind of person I can just do what I need to do and just move in silence and then with right. that people just come people come and go right and right. a good I think a thing is that I also thought about too is like if it comes it comes if it goes it goes that's one thing that works with friends and stuff like that too because honestly a lot of times you'll be the one like what I would do because I'm like just very outgoing extroverted person I'd be like oh my gosh like hey let's be friends and I feel I find myself working hard to be their friend and they ask her to be mine so then I'm like exerting my energy and like lose a piece of myself trying to be like a piece of their life and stuff like that so when you take a step back and are just like okay like if they come if they're gonna be my friend they'll put in the effort to be my friend if they're not gonna be my friend they're just gonna go along with the rest of people that I don't know like it's not that serious yeah so absolutely. and I have that's what like, honestly what happens from high school the transition from high school to college a lot of your mm-hmm. friends like you think that they're your friends but then like when you get into college they don't say yep. a word to you yep. and then ever so often they're like oh my gosh like hey I miss you like no you don't miss me you just see that I'm doing good I'm doing yep. what I need to do and now oh. you're trying to get a piece of that and that's not okay <clears throat> like you're trying to like you're just basically that's your benefit from me like I'm more beneficial than you you are to me so I'm absolutely. not going to keep feeding into your like yeah. thing because I'm not like if you're not having me I'm not going to like it's kind of like 
selfish, but it's not selfish. It's not selfish. Honestly, actually, it's not selfish. Because, like, if I'm doing something for you, you could do the same thing for me. And it's like, that's the bare minimum. That's like human decency. Like, if I'm going to give you, like, for example, if I'm going to give you, like, a piece of bread while you're starving on the side of the road, I feel like you should give me a piece of bread if I'm starving on the side of the road one day. That's a very vulgar example, but you get the point. Absolutely. Like, though. you know, people do that all the time. They'll just try to they'll weasel your way back into your life. And it's like, hmm. What are you actually doing in my life, though? Like, what do you contribute to me? What do you, what value do you serve in my life besides Honestly, just being that person that tries to take and make me yeah. feel bad about myself and everything that I'm doing? So, if they have to weasel their way back in your life, I always think about it like this: you a know, snake is a snake in purr. I've heard a lot of very good quote. You've heard a lot of very good things, but you know, a roundabout way of kind of what you were saying is like, you know, a lot of times we don't. <laughs> this is such a it's such a interesting topic because it's like there's so many people that are in and out of your life and I think our jobs as or not our jobs but the difficulty as a person is to see who gives you the value and who doesn't because a lot of times like we said in the second episode sometimes you're not going to know who's going to provide you value until after they're out of your life 5 10 15 20 years removed like mm -hmm. I, I find myself so much like flashing back to fourth fifth sixth grade or seven or you know uh, high school and flashing back to all these things that i didn't understand that are as i grow up makes perfect sense and mm -hmm. help me so much in my life and like i think that what is interesting too is like I've had a lot of friends in my life that have come and gone and, and there's some of them that I feel that are, aren't in my life that I, I do still feel like they were they could still be a part of my life unfortunately oh, certain events happened that caused that to kind of be terminated without mm -hmm. you know being uh, very specific but you know I've always I've always liked the mentality of like you know if you were my friend and there was a period of time where we both helped each other out and, you know, we had a falling out, God forbid. I still want, you know, this is kind of ripping off from somebody. I don't know who said this, but it's like, you know, I've always, uh, I've always it's ripping off. from. I don't, I don't know. Somebody said uh, so many, <laughs> somebody people, said it. so many people have, you know, someone out of the words. 7 billion people yeah, have said it. <laughs> right. But it's, it's basically like, you know, I, I don't mind you eating just not at my table anymore. And that to me is like, that revolves a lot around the friends. Like if I have friends that have been in my life that provided me value and God forbid something happened, you know, whatever the case may be, I don't have any hate for anybody. I don't, I don't have time mm -hmm. to feel any sort of animosity towards those people. So I think it's very valuable for those at home that think about this, like, you know, think about that again. Like you, you, you don't always want people to not be successful just because things didn't work out with you. Mm -hmm. You know, that doesn't mean that they deserve to have failures in their life that exactly. they never recover from. You know, you should always want those in your life that served a purpose to mm -hmm. eat a full meal. Just not, not with you. Yeah. And that's, like just because that's okay. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. But just cause yeah, just because you and that person may have had like a fallen out or something like that. Cause oftentimes like with friends, so with friends from high school, Obviously, you guys were together every single day for like basically the entire year, every single day, maybe give or take a few months because of summer break and breaks and all that stuff. But right. you're basically together all day, every day. So when you're not together all day, every day, you know, and separating like different schools and stuff like that, you know, sometimes you just lose touch with them. But that doesn't mean like I feel like people oftentimes think like because you're not talking to somebody that means you're like mad at them or something like right, that. Right, right. And that's not at all the case. Like you could like you cannot talk to somebody and still be like good friends with them. Like this one person, I regret like not reaching out to her more, but her name was um Gabby Danuna. She was one of, she was like probably, she was my best friend from high school, and 
she was like even after college and stuff like even during when i was going to college stuff, she would always try to contact me and stuff like that and i just wouldn't answer because i was like i don't want to like it was a while since we because i'm personally if we're if you're out of sight like you're on it's bad because you're not like in my mind like if i'm not around you every day like i don't I don't talk to you that much. So I, I try to, I'm trying to do better with it now, but she was kind of that person. Like she was always there, like texting me like, Hey, how are you doing? I hope you're okay. I know you, I know you, I'm not mad at you or anything like that. I just like, you know, how are you doing? And I'll test be like, Oh yeah, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Stuff like that. It would just be that kind of thing. But then like, sure. as I started getting older, I like noticed our friendship, like starting to like just fade away and like low key kind of miss it. Cause yeah. like, she was like, she was a really like, you know, those are the worst when like it, it wasn't nothing bad happened. You just to just like stop talking out of nowhere. And then I just feel bad because I don't want to like reach out and be like, oh my god, you know, because I don't want to be kind of like that weasel. But Absolutely. I feel like, and I, I feel like sometimes rekindling friendships isn't bad though. Like I feel like if you talk to the person, like, hey, you know, I know we fell out. I want to talk again, like have fun, like you know, not have fun, but like you know, just chit chat, you know, get to know each other again, like basically remake a friendship. I think that's okay sometimes. Yeah, as long as you have good intentions. Though. Of course, of course. I mean, most of the time, you know, speaking for myself and probably on behalf of you, our intentions most of the time aren't malicious, and that's not to say that other people's aren't because. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of messed up people. I'd love Sick to people. use another another word for that, but let's just say messed up mm -hmm. people in the world. So, you know, but I, I, I totally agree. Like, I just, I feel like there's so many, there, there's just, there's so many people out there that you just have to trust yourself in the sense that your judgment is going to be the best. And you mm -hmm. just, you listen to your gut and you hope, you hope that you make the right decision, but I think what's so important, one of the best things that I've learned is like sometimes making the wrong decision was better for me than making the right one. Mm -hmm. And a, a lot of times with these friends, like, you know, I've, I've definitely lost mm. friends that I feel as though, you know, I didn't really need to get rid of, or maybe I was being a selfish one, or maybe I was, and I look back on that and, you know, maybe if that friendship worked out, I could have had a friend for life and that has no value at all. But let's say, you know, we just eventually fell out of touch that didn't really give me any value but the fact that I unfortunately decided to end that friendship but can see that now looking back on it that like oh I can learn so much from that because I left that you know maybe I left that friendship a little early and you know I kind of hurt somebody's feelings and now I can use that information to go to my next you know person or my next friendship or use that in the current friendships or relationships that I have you know mm -hmm. friendships and relationships is a very 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 fine line you know between oh, yeah. being having a friendship with somebody or, or being in a you know whether it's a sexual emotional uh, paternal family relationship mm -hmm. whatever it is the difference between a friend and just being in a relationship like the difference is only the fact that a friendship is a relationship but a relationship isn't a friendship mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying oh yeah well in in a way not mm. in some ways okay in some ways i agree in some ways right. i disagree i feel like friendships are a, a, a form of a relationship because like if you're right. like friends obviously there's things you expect from each other there's things that you like at least sometimes at least things you expect from each other and things like that but i do get in a sense it's not like a relationship whereas in like you know you have to like you have to be there and like vice versa there's commitment yeah like there's right. not that commitment like you don't like right. there's commitment as like a friend like okay this is my friend like i want to do this for her but in a right. relationship it's like oh i'm in a relationship like i have to do this question mark kind of that kind of mindset because i know that happens a little bit oftentimes people are like oh my god i'm in this relationship like i have to go to this for this person i'm like mm -hmm. while it is nice that you love this person you don't have to be down their throat all the time because that is what pushes people away because they get like you know clustered not clustered not flustered either um, overwhelmed yeah overwhelmed and stuff like that so it's like you know just take a step back and just you know 
see what's going on, you know, let it flow, let the friendship become what it is, if it's not gonna be a thing, let it be nothing, if it's gonna be something, let it be something, you know, don't try to, don't try to force anything, because when you start trying to force something, that's when you don't, that's when you find the wrong things, especially in relationships, stuff like that, when you're looking for that something, oftentimes, since you're looking, you see that one thing in that person that you're looking for, and then you just go off of that, and base it off, that's who they are, but in actuality, there's a lot more things that you're missing, that you're just not noticing, because you're blinded by what you saw in them, like, People are not responsible for the version of the sense that you create in your head. So, like, don't, like, kind of go into that, you know. So. That's a really a good one. That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. You, Thought of that one myself. You are not responsible <laughs> for the image that other people create in their heads for you. You mm-hmm. are responsible for just, like, I, you know, that's also, like, just a, kind of a reiteration of what I'm saying, uh, what I said with the Elena Deladon quote. Like, you know, nobody is in your head more than yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you you genuinely are your biggest critic, your biggest critique, your biggest motivator, your biggest successor, your biggest yes Mm -hmm. man, your biggest everything. Like you are everything to yourself. And I love when people say like, you know, oh, you're, you're too much in tune with yourself. You're not worried about other people and other people's opinions. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, just that's, like that's no. That's the point. The thing, yeah, I'm not gonna say like that's the thing. Like <laughs> that's the point. I'm my number one supporter because like at the end of the day, I don't care who you are or like how close you and your friends, family, whatever are. At the end of the day, your mom's gonna die, your dad's gonna die, family's gonna die. You're yeah. gonna be, you're gonna have yourself. So at that point, you might want to start looking into like how can I uplift myself? How can I make myself feel good about what I'm doing? Like you know, right. stuff like that. Because honestly, you, like Chase was saying, you have the biggest effect on yourself more mm-hmm. than you think, like positively and negatively, like in a positive light about it. You have an effect where you can like basically make yourself do anything. Like you could, co- you could. Your brain works in a way that can coerce you to do anything that you think it can. Oh, yeah. Like your brain can make you think that the dumbest decision was the best decision in like a matter of like seconds and stuff like that. Because that's just how your brain works. But it'll also be the thing that like deters you from doing something that you don't. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Are we? It did. I hope. Normally. Yeah, we're recording. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. See. Yeah. Normally those middle bars are moving. It is moving. No, the ones above them. Those. Those never move. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did not mean to interrupt. No, we, okay. we, we had an issue, just for to preface for everybody, we had an issue earlier where we recorded an entire podcast and lost it. So okay. forgive me for interrupting the entire train of thought and messing up the whole value that what you were just saying is. But trust me, I, I wanted to just make sure that everything was good because this is a very, has been a very, very good conversation. So it I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to everybody at home. You were locked in, and I just completely just threw off the whole track of everything. I, I do apologize. No, it's okay. Because I was um, thinking, no, because like the reason it, so the scenario he was alluding to, I we were we filmed a podcast. The conversation one, it was that was the conversation one wasn't actually the first one. That was the second one that we had to do because I just I didn't record the first one. So, but <laughs> happens this time. You know, I meant to make sure we're recording all that stuff, so we should be good to go. Okay. If you don't hear this, if you don't hear this, you know what happened. If you do, congratulations. I am technologically <laughs> literate again. Awesome, <laughs> but, awesome. But um, <sighs> I forgot what I was. Saying. Yeah, that was my fault. Basically, we were. <laughs> Oh no, that's that's all on me. Wait, what was I talking about? Because it was really good. It was. <laughs> you're not. I know. I said you're not responsible for the version of people. You're not responsible for the version. We of, were. 
Yeah, we we were building off of the fact that like basically you are your biggest motivator. You, oh, and yeah, like, you were getting into what I was gonna say, like manifestation, like yeah. telling yourself. Like, oh, manifestation is oh, huge. It's my favorite because thing in the, the world. thing about manifestation is though it is so. You know, TikTok makes it like so stupid because they're like, we were just yeah. we were just making jokes about this before we started to actually. Yeah. It was like, you know, you are this message was meant for you. Like yeah. you. There's no tags. There's no hashtags. There's nothing. Right. This message was meant for you to see it. And obviously, that's just like, okay, like, get off my free page. Like, get, get a life. Like, do right, something. Like, right. no, that's not what happened. It's just, it have to be the time. The algorithm works in a certain way that that's what happened. But with manifestations like that, like, when you tell yourself something, like, oh, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, you start to, you believe that. Like, when you say, Absolutely. I am that, as Roland Ray would say, for all the people that know who Roland Ray is, you say, I'm, you, I'm that girl. You know, when you start telling yourself that, you start to believe in and things like that. And Absolutely. That, that's kind of what Ricky was saying himself, too. Mm-hmm. He was saying, like, he was always like, you know, I'm like, I'm this and that. And then Denzel was like, you know, you are that, you're that girl. Like, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. And Denzel would always say, no matter how many times I told you, you have to believe it for yourself for it to be true. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't Absolutely. believe that you are that girl, then you're not going to, like, then you're just not, no matter what I say or what I do or what I, people, other people say to you, you're not going to believe it. And that goes into, like, Kind of self-awareness, but, like, kind of what Chase was saying earlier, too. Like, give yourself credit. Like, people, like, you do a lot more than you think you do. Like, just because it's, like, a small portion of your day doesn't mean it's, like, not some impactful. Like, for example, me doing homework and stuff like that. Homework is very is a very important thing because, one, it's what can get you a passing grade, which then can get you a degree, which then can get you a job, which then can get you, like, you know, a house and, like, a car and all the stuff that you might find that you need in life. However, well, I really just made – I made a philosophical thing that about was, homework. Yeah. That's – that, that is how you know this was made. This scene, this stage, this microphone, this microphone was made for my voice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I make myself laugh. It's all good. <laughs> so, but yeah, basically, anyways, though, like the basically what I was basically what I'm trying to say in like a more round, like a simplified way, you're my, you have so much impact on yourself, and also your friends are find friends that make you want to change the things you don't like right they make friends that are the ones that encourage you and like get you through the times where you're like okay i can't do this and they're like you literally can't i've seen you do it before you just don't believe it like those are the friends that you want to have around you the ones that uplift you that supports you that tell you when to stop doing stuff you were doing too much or like tell you when it's like time to like you know have a check like check yourself and stuff like that the best ones to me though are the ones that check you and can do it without it i said this earlier too but the, the ones that can check you without it being like an issue like without you thinking like oh this is a big argument if i check you like no it's not an argument you're just literally telling me something i need to hear it's Mm -hmm. just you're the first one to actually be like to care enough and also to be like mature enough to tell me in a respectful way right so but yeah so yeah well everybody you have anything else to add chase well are we doing our um our quotes at the end yeah sure i'll just make sure we had everything off yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. um i mean the the only thing the only other one thing that I would recommend to anybody out there that likes music or likes anybody, you know, that kind of gives a little bit of a different approach. I know that everybody's kind of into rap, R&B, all that stuff. But, you know, R&B this this person, a there's, a, there's a, a guy, his name is NF. 
He's a uh, he's a white rapper. Yeah, every 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 time I say that, everybody's like, oh, of course, another white rapper trying to be Eminem, and and I and I do understand, that, you know, that he's not a Jack Harlow or any of these crazy heartthrobs or, what, or whatever everybody I don't know whatever anybody loves nowadays. But the white rappers a, that y'all listen, to. yeah, whatever it is. Um, well, that was kind of aggressive. Hold on. Yeah, Sorry. Well, let's just skip over that. Um, Anyways, go ahead. You no, know, there's a there's a song he he um, he wrote. And his whole album basically reflects on the mental health issues and the friendships, the uh, mm-hmm. people that he's lost, uh, conversations, you know, all, mm-hmm. all of the things that we've touched on in the past three episodes. And he actually, towards the end of the, towards the end of the song, he has something where he talks just like entirely about what you were talking about, about manifestation and, you know, not to spoil it, but what one part of it, he kind of says, every day when you get up and think you'll never be great, you'll never be great. Not because you're not, but the hate will always find a way to cut you up and murder your faith. Bars. Like, Bars. I know that's not my quote because uh, I have a, a, a good Minaj quote. Nicki Minaj can never. No, but, <laughs> no, 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 no. But seriously, like, it really is whatever you like. It sounds so, like, passive aggressive. It sounds like, oh, my God, you're a psychopath. But really, like, if you look at yourself in the mirror and you tell yourself every day you are what you are, I'm going to accomplish everything that I'm going to accomplish in life. Mm -hmm. Everything that I want for myself is mine for the taking. Mm -hmm. And it's just me holding myself back. It it, it gives me goosebumps. Like it really, it really does not only liberate you, but you start to realize that this whole life thing that you think is so uncontrollable really isn't that crazy uncontrollable like of course there's going to be elements of life that happen and there's going to be friends that come in your life that you think are super beneficial and end up mm-hmm. completely tearing your heart out your time away oh. from you and those things are going to happen you can't always you know you can't always uh stem away from that you can't always those are the uncontrollable aspects of life but what you can control is what you tell yourself every single day mm-hmm. that that third person that that per that little voice in your head quote unquote that mm-hmm. everybody says that there is there it really isn't just a little voice that's your voice telling mm-hmm. you every day and so, and sometimes like you need to change that voice sometimes what you're telling yourself just isn't what you need you know and that's not what you need you know and with friends again it's the same way like you just you know in a roundabout way because we did talk pretty extensively about it you know just you you as long as you're comfortable with yourself the, these friends these people in your life they will come and they will provide value for you and hopefully you get to be one of the lucky few people that allows or not allows but has the opportunity to have those people in your life for an extended period of time but sometimes when they're removed from your life in any way shape or form it's always great to remember that you know they serve their purpose and it was meant to be Mm -hmm. exactly like if they're in your life they're there for a reason if they're not there they're not there for a reason that's one of my biggest that's that might i have so actually i might have two quotes going off of that then Mm -hmm. my first one everything happens for a reason that's like my life model like everything happens for a reason absolutely but then my other one is kind of what i said before but it's just like actual like giving it a quote this time um i forgot where i got the quote from but i think honestly think it's from my mom um it was like I'm not responsible for the version of me that you created in your head. And I'll say a little slower. I'm not responsible for the version of me that you created in your head. It's a great one. Because I'm not. You know, like, it's not my fault that you expect me to do this. I never said I was going to do this. Like, go off of what, go off actions. Actions speak louder than words. And that's the big thing I hope to do. Actions speak louder than words. And when, if you'll see them in my actions, because I'm a person that's kind of like hard to shut, like, 
faking emotions and stuff like that. So like if I'm like annoyed, if you'll see it. If I'm like sad, you'll see it. Da da da. I'm bad at faking that kind of stuff, and I've realized that this past year because you know, ooh, tough times. But yeah, you know, but <clears throat> yeah. So well, that's my quote for the week. Well, sure. my quote sir, for the week. That's so, a good one. Those are good how ones. Was your- Sorry. What's your quote? <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Uh, my quote, I think, kind of goes, just to give it a little preface before, because if I just say it, it might not make sense in the context of what we were talking about. But, yeah. You know, with, with friends and people in your life, you know, it's very hard to judge and understand who has overstayed their welcome or mm-hmm. who kind of is in your life that you support or who isn't. And this, this I again, I'm very bad with who com- comes up with the quotes. I, mm-hmm. I just get them from everywhere. Same. But it's it's a really good one. It's and It kind of goes like this. Uh, quote, if you have a problem with me, call me. If you don't have my number, then we're not close enough for you to have a problem with me. <sighs> and that to me is is, you know, is very specific. But if you think about it in broader terms, it's like if you're not close enough with me, that we can have a conversation like I gave you my number and I gave you a different side of me then number one we shouldn't even have a problem and number two if you're still trying to be a part of my life when you know I'm telling you like what's best for me and then you are just at that point you're just a leech Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know and leeches are the worst because all they do is take 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 and just don't even think like anything's wrong with it either absolutely there's great there's very greedy individuals out there and I'm sure me and you could talk Hours and hours, but hours as you leeches. say, uh, as you say always, I think we can uh, we can leave that for another episode. Another episode. See, the thing is, though, whenever we're doing these, like the topics that we talk about in the next week, they come up in the past, week, which is like kind of crazy to think Absolutely. about. Like even with conversations last week, we were like, oh, this kind of goes into friends. We're like, hmm, let's talk about friends, stuff like that. So, but I did want. Oh, this one is long. This is like. 48 minutes it didn't seem that long at all (laughs) it didn't seem that long at all but it's probably gonna be like about 50 when i actually wrap it up but you know what happens so um editing but you know oh sorry my ear is like itching oh happens that felt so nice but um what i was saying but what i was gonna say basically is like i know these like me and chase above so like with these kind of this topic kind of went into last week's and last week kind of went into the week before that so i think I don't think that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, if it, it like, that's what happened, it's just kind of, because they're all, like, they're all very close related, but they all have different aspects of it that we feel, like, need to be talked about in self. Right. So, like, de- go, basically kind of like an essay. Like, you type the, the general statement, and you go deeper into the, like, details of it. Right. So, that's kind of what these last three topics have been. You know, they kind of bounce off each other. So, if you don't know, um, the first episode was mental health, and the second one was conversations, and then this one, which comes out on Friday at 3 o'clock on Spotify. <laughs> Um, is about friends stuff like that, and they go, they kind of, they go together. Like there's aspects that we talked about that go into every single piece of it. So absolutely, but yeah. So, but with that, everybody, you know, that's all that there is for this week. Um, thank you once again for listening to the people who have been listening to the podcast already. Thank you so much. You have no idea how appreciative and how like grateful I am. Like this is something that I wanted to do since probably like when did I first mention a podcast to you? Like, I mean, a couple years ago. Yeah. Like pretty much as soon as we, as soon as we met, we, we had found out pretty quickly that we both pretty much enjoyed those long podcasts and stuff. You know what it was? It was that one conversation we had over the phone on FaceTime, I forgot exactly what it, I forget exactly what it was about, but it was just like this deep conversation. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, I didn't know I could do that. You were like, yeah, I'm telling you, you know, yeah. you're smarter than you think. And I was like, period, Chase, thanks. But, <laughs> yeah. but I think that was definitely it. We were like, you know, this is the, 
this is the bread and butter. Like this is yeah. what we like. I, to I do. love this. I, I, do I too. never, never in a million years, like you know, if if you guys could even hear the first episode, like how nervous you could hear it in my voice, like, mm-hmm. and now Shaking. it's just you know, like it's just having a conversation with one of your best friends. Like it's exactly. it's very Aww. you know, it's very casual. It's it's awesome, and I think and I hope that it provides in a little yeah. bit of value to even even if it's one person, even if I get one person that understands or gauges what I'm saying, then I did more than I ever set out to do in the mm-hmm. beginning. Exactly. So I'm very, like, just like Terry, I'm very thankful for everybody out there that's listening, commenting, or if I could change a little bit or not change you or help you in any way, shape, or form, then whatever it is that I'm doing has mm-hmm. a lot of value. Exactly. Like success isn't measured. Success isn't based on like numbers. It's based on the message and how it impacts people. Absolutely. So ooh, that's a good one. That's I great love one. that one. So, but alrighty then. So, um, not gonna hold us out any longer because you're like, oh my god, like shut up, and I'm like, okay, I understand, like I get it. So, but with that, guys, thank you for tuning into Philosophize, the podcast where Chase and I think, but philosophically, we are having new episodes every Friday at three on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and streaming platforms of that nature. So, if you want to check us out, please do share the podcast with your friends. Um, it'll be on my Instagram and stuff like Instagram, Snapchat, social media, and stuff like that. Um, so you know, tune in next time, and we will see you. Um, again next time so (laughs) goodbye everybody thank you for listening if you listen this long you are a trooper because i know i rambled on for like the first half of it however comma but yeah anyways i'm not i'm gonna stop thank you so much for tuning in all that good stuff love you thanks goodbye